Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Within the Lines would not be possible without Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast and has been how we have made our podcast for over two years now. Anchor has everything we could need to make a podcast. And if you were thinking about starting your own podcast, you definitely should take advantage of their resources. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. We have fancy mics. You don't need a fancy mic to use Anchor. When hosting on Anchor, you can even distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Wherever you want to listen to your podcast, Anchor does that work for you. You think me and Tyler are smart enough to figure this stuff out by ourselves? Absolutely not. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And of course, the best part, because me and Tyler are cheapies, Anchor is totally free. Anchor's been great for us. It's been what we have been using. Um, We highly, highly recommend it. And if you were thinking about making a podcast yourself, we encourage you to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Let's get back to the pod. Welcome back to another episode of Within the Lines, coming at you on Monday, August 10th. Jason, today we are honoring Mr. Regis Philbin. Uh, we're reviewing Slumdog Millionaire. So before we continue, I want to critique your intro just a little bit. Uh, you did not say the year. How are our listeners supposed to know what year we are in? I, I don't know. It's 2020. How about that? <laughs> 2020, anything can happen, such as Tyler introing a podcast, just to throw our listeners off. No reason knows, other than that. Knows. Um, maybe Maybe... Maybe just listen to the whole episode. Um, yeah, but Regis Philbin, I mean, he was a uh, kind of a childhood icon of mine. I, I wouldn't say icon. That's kind of overplaying it. But uh, watched a lot of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire when I was a kid. Uh, Regis yep. was always just, he was someone who everyone just kind of knew. And I didn't realize he was as old as he was. He uh, was 88 when he passed away. It's now been about two weeks. Um, died of natural yeah. causes, I believe, which is good. I think we talked about it on the last one. Holds the record for the most time on TV. So yes. literally a legend. Yes, and uh, his um, most famous thing, at least to us, is his run on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. So we reviewed Slumdog Millionaire. Good movie. We'll discuss it, though. Let's get into the show. 20, 10, 5, High fly ball into right field. She is gone! I don't feel so good. Hulk! Smash! Hey, look up. You can put it on the ball. 2008 Slumdog Millionaire tie. 
won eight Oscars, including Best Picture, Best Director, Best A Lot of Stuff, Film Editing, Sound Editing, Adapted Screenplay, Original Music Score, Cinematography, uh, directed by Danny Boyle, starring Dev Patel, Frida Pinto. I'm not even going to try that name. Um, <laughs> it's an old movie. It's an older movie, and it's a movie I've heard about, and I've known about, and I have known it's, it's a good movie. Uh, never really been too intrigued to watch it, but this was a good excuse to watch it. And uh, without giving away my score too much, I would like to say that it was a good movie. I'd agree with that. Uh, first time watching it for both of us. Um, mm-hmm. I've always wanted to watch it, but same thing. I was never just... If I sit down and I... Even 2008. If I sit down and I want to watch a movie from 2008, I don't throw on some Dog Millionaire, Jay. Oh, no. i got a couple other movies. Uh, mo- throw on there. Movies it, be- it beat out for Best Picture. Frost slash Nixon. I've even, never even heard of that, I'm going to be honest. Uh, the Curious Case of Benjamin Button, which I have heard of. Uh, Milk starring, oh, what's his name? It's going to piss me off. Sean Penn? Sean Penn. Um, the Reader. And then Slumdog Millionaire. So five nominees. It won. Um, it, I, I would say it would deserve it. I've never seen any of those other movies, but it definitely deserved it over those movies. Yeah, I'm going to totally agree with you without seeing any of them. Um, so it's a story. Obviously, spoilers. We say this every movie review. Heavy spoilers ahead. Um, yes. The basic plot is there is a man, an Indian man by the name of, what is it, Remy? Re- I don't know. Jamal. Jamal. <laughs> Not even close. Uh, Remy he's on- would be the, uh, the rat <laughs> from uh, Ratatouille. He is on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, and he is in suspicion for cheating because he is on the million-dollar question. Well, it's the t- uh, 20000000 million, 20 million rupee question, which you know is like their big question. He's made it up to Indian that point. Slumdog Millionaire. Yes. He made it up to that point. Uh, he's getting interrogated because they think he's cheating. And then the whole plot is pretty much they're asking him how he knew the answers to these questions. And it kind of goes back through his life and explaining how they, he knew all the answers. Um, and then they finish up the game show. There's a little bit of a love story in it. Uh, I guess we could dive more in as we give our plot score, Ty. What'd you give plot? Um, so for plot, Jason, I gave it an 18. Okay. So I think the... The use of flashbacks and how they told the story to where it basically, you know, it starts with him getting interrogated and you don't really know why necessarily. Yeah. Um, And then it shows like on the screen or whatever him on who wants to be a millionaire. And then it asks him the question. And then it that question is a flashback to that part of his life where he basically learned the answer from his life experience. Yes. Um, I thought that was very unique. I thought that was an awesome way to tell the story. The story of him growing up. Have you ever seen uh, another Oscar-winning movie, Moonlight? No. Moonlight is, you know, it follows this person through their life as a child and growing up, and it has a love story. Um, Obviously not who wants to be a millionaire. But it reminded me of that, kind of just showing this person throughout their life, different actors playing him at different age. Um, I thought it was really, really, really good. I liked the love story aspect of it um, Mm -hmm. and just how they told the story. Yeah, so I gave it an 18 as well. 18 out of 20. Um, Yeah, I kind of had the same takeaway. Uh, I kind of looked at it in, it was almost three different storylines slash, you know, moments in time where you had the one, he's being interrogated. That's one, you know, moment moment in time. Mm -hmm. You have two, him being on the game show itself, which is brief, but it's still its own moment and it still has its own, you know, flashback moments like him being in the bathroom and the guy, you know, giving him the fake right answer to try to throw him off. Uh, And then three is you know his past and the movie it 
I guess this is kind of convenient, but you have to tell a story somehow. Uh, the harder the the questions get, the older he is in life when he learned it. Uh, yeah, I, I also noticed that. I was fine with it. <laughs> the, yeah, that's really convenient, but it's it's fine. I don't hate it. But you had those three different kind of time storylines. Um, I really liked how they did them. I think it's it can be hard to do that seamlessly and not be confusing, and at least it wasn't confusing for me. Uh, they transitioned between those seamless. Uh, but most importantly, I liked they all came together at one point. You know, you come from the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire set, and it shows him going and getting, uh, you know, not kidnapped, I guess, but kind of kidnapped from the police and to go get interrogated. Yeah. And then his past obviously catches up to the present, and then it leads up to the third and final act. Maybe it's not the third, but the final act of the movie, which is the last episode of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. He has the one question. Um, the way that just came together all at once was organic. Um, I liked it, and then it kind of brought all that drama to the third and final act which i thought was a really good way to tell the plot i I agree and i also like that as we were saying the questions as they progressed went through his life and the final question flashes back to one of his first memories yeah where you know he specifically says he does not know the answer to this question as a child which kind of showed that kind of full circle I i loved how that it finished with you know instead of something you know with him at an old age it was something as a child yeah, uh, that kind of finished it off with the last last question. I thought it was fantastic. And then the whole, um, you know, the love element, which I guess you know that kind of goes back to that'll be kind of the key elements. Um, but just the love story, it was did not feel forced, which is good. Uh, we talked about what movie did we talk about recently? Where just had a force Major League, which is a, a and these <laughs> yes. movies are couldn't be more different. Slumdog Millionaire, Major League, but just a forced <laughs> love story. Um, this is a movie that did not really need a love story, but it was thrown in there, and I thought it was done very well. Uh, that didn't take away from the plot at all. Um, I was shocked at the end that he won. That was kind of shocking for me. I was trying to be, you know, the guy who predicts what happens. I thought he was going to lose just because this seemed like a kind of movie that would try to get cute with it and not give you a Hollywood ending. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, he lost Millionaire, but he got the girl or whatever, which I guess is a Hollywood ending, but it's a little less Hollywood ending than winning 20 million rupees and getting the girl. Um, it's it's that's Hollywood ending instead of Oscars ending. Yeah. Oscar ending. He doesn't win, but it still works. The one Oscar. Yeah. So for that reason, it shocked me. Um, but I did give it a minus two out of 20. And I read some, whenever we watch movies, I've, I haven't told you this before, but I always try to read good reviews and bad reviews just to get kind of different, you know, viewpoints of the movie. And I do think mm-hmm. it's a little fair, like, unless you're thinking of the movie, unless you're looking at it in that light, like me, where I'm like, oh, they're just going to try to be dicks and do what's not expected. You know, like, most people probably expected him to win from the start, you know what I mean? Because even the first question in the movie where it asks you, like, he won, who wants to be a millionaire? How did he do it? You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I guess if you're nitpicking, which this scale is meant to nitpick, um, 100 out of 100 is literally a perfect movie. You could nitpick it for that, I guess. So that's why I gave it an 18 out of 20. Yeah, I, I thought that that, um, and then the, the bad guys were kind of just, you, you know, there's the guy who kidnaps his girlfriend. Yeah. Um, just a bad dude, and they were just like, hey, bad guy. Yeah. Um, and then the dude trying to throw him off, I thought it was a nice little twist, but it was like, I, I feel like they didn't have to make the host a dick. Yeah, I think the way I looked at that too, because I was at first a little bit like, why did what was the point of that? Why is he a dick? Why doesn't he want him to win? Like, you know, the first impression to me was like, oh, he doesn't want him to be as rich as him. But then I thought about it and I was like, well, maybe, you know, at that point he probably did think he was a cheat. So that's why he was trying to throw him off so he wouldn't win the money. So I was more 
fine okay. with it. I didn't see it as him being a dick. I saw it as him being, and I think that's why he's maybe a little bit nicer after he wins the 20 million rupees because, you know, he got interrogated and they said there's no reason to think that he didn't know any of that stuff. So, I Yeah, I guess. And then also minus I, two. I still by the 18. Yeah, still also minus two for something I didn't realize until we talked about it is uh, everything just so, ha- he learns everything so happened, you know, in chronological order with the order of the questions. <laughs> that's just really convenient. <laughs> so, I will say it helps to follow the storyline because um, obviously if you have the kid actor and then it jumps to, you know, him as an adult or whatever and it no, kind of yeah. jumps around, it would have been confusing the first time watching it. Yeah. Um, I think I would have liked it more though on rewatch. If they would have jumped around a little bit more and it wasn't just yeah, so, in the order of the questions. Mm-hmm. So if the first time you see, you know, the first questions is him and his, you know, them trying to take his brother's eye. And like that part where he learned that lesson, then you yeah. jump forward and it's, you know, one of the different things when he's older and then you jump back and you see his mom die. And like if they would have jumped around his life. Yeah. Um, and I think I would have liked that a little bit more, but I, I think still it worked. It worked very nicely and it was very, very good story. Yeah, I would agree, Ty. We both gave it 18s out of 20s. Visuals uh, slash cinematography. I gave it a 17. Okay. Visuals slash cinematography. Okay. Um, what'd you give it? And we'll discuss. I gave it a 20. Wow. I gave it a 20. That's a, that's a, that's a bold one. Look, I, I really like, you know, as someone who's taken a film class, just to say, you know, no, I really liked how they filmed this. Um, it was, it was it was so there were so many different ways they shot this there was different you know angles that they used there was different you know up close far uh most importantly i really liked like the chaotic nature of it uh the whole movie it's not filmed in like this linear sense where like one thing follows the next it's kind of just like chaotic and the colors were chaotic you know the opening of the film it's like a really yellow and he's getting you know interrogated whatever and then you get into the slums and it's just like chaotic go 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 the camera's you know one shot it's regular side up the next shot it's upside down you know it shows a top angle low angle like there's no traditional hollywood you know flow to this and i think that was intentional and i think it was kind of to showcase that chaotic nature of the slums you know especially to someone like us who's never even fathomed even thinking of anything like that and just it, it kind of followed the whole movie you know it was just like this chaotic you know shot artistically but then kind of differently in its own right and i just I don't know. I really liked how they put this movie together, you know, with the visuals and then I guess the cinematography too of even the three storylines coming together at the same time. I guess I can maybe kind of go into that too, but I don't know. I really liked how they shot this movie, Ty. I, don't get me wrong. 17 is my elite, you know, range. Um, I, I thought the colors were great. I thought, uh, you know, I agree with how the slums looked grimy and, you know, they did that intentionally. And then also... You know, when he's on the show, it looks beautiful. It looks like a million-dollar production. Yeah. Um, I liked that. Uh, the music for me, I know it won the Oscar for music. Yeah. Uh, which I was surprised because the, the I think they played a song when they're on a train, and I can't remember it. I kind of took me – it was a very modern song, and it took me out of it. I, I like that song because I'm pretty sure it was a FIFA song, but I know exactly what you're talking about. I think you are right. It was a FIFA song, but like it was the only song like that that I, I at least noticed in the movie, and I didn't like that part of it. Spin Zone, um, though, that was the one time in the entire story where they actually felt somewhat safe. 
I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that was intentional, but it was one of the more upbeat parts of their their upcoming or uh, like growing up. Yeah. Um, but you know, and then I, I didn't think so. I thought it was great the use of color, how they shot everything. Um, just for it to get higher for me, I'm gonna need some incredible one shots. I'm gonna need some incredible action oh, sequences. They had the one slight chase scene. Um, 17 is a very good score for a movie that doesn't do anything spectacular camera work wise. For me. I disagree. I think the camera work was fantastic. I think the chase scene in the beginning when the police officer is chasing the kids and it's showing, like I said, the different, you know, you have some up close, the rule of thirds, and then they had like some overhead birds view shots and then some lower shots. And it was just like, it was just all over the place. I mean, there wasn't really going to be action shots in this movie. It wasn't an action movie. You know, there wasn't any fight scenes or anything. Uh, you had the scene where they're running after her in the, the train station, you know, and that's all chaotic showing both of them. Um, you know, the flashback that he has of that afterwards. Like I just personally, I really liked how this was shot. I mean, I, none of that jumped out to me from the, from the beginning part. I actually forgot about that till you just said it. <laughs> um, Again, 17 is a great score. It just didn't do anything to jump up above that for me. Okay. All right. Agree to disagree. It's still very beautiful. I will say that. It, it um, did win best uh, cinematography. I, again, elite category for me. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, it's the Oscar winning score for me. Next <laughs> up, key elements, Jason. Talk to us about what you thought the key elements were and what your score is. So the... The um, Google, what Google says this is, is a romance slash drama, which, you know, is pretty much what it is. Um, I give it a 19 out of 20. Uh, Okay. Another high score. Look, man, this movie, A, it was dramatic. Uh, Like I said, and it goes back to the camera work as well. Like, it just felt chaotic, the whole thing. It kind of, and it it took me in, too. Like, I just felt like I was in this world. I don't know. I sound stupid saying that. I don't know why, but... I just, it yeah, was just like, you enjoyed a film. I don't think it's stupid. That's what we're here to talk about. <laughs> I don't know. It just felt chaotic. Uh, there was multiple, multiple scenes where like, I felt uncomfortable to watch whether it was the realism of like situations in the slums, like them taking a shit in a shack and having to jump into the pile of shit just to get the guy's autograph, yeah. like stuff like that. Or, you know, the torture scene, well, not so much torture, but well, there was the torture of the interrogation, but then the the eyeball scene you know where they burn the thing and they scoop his eyeball out and then just like the really intense scenes between like the brothers when he points the gun at him and he tells him to leave like this movie it almost it was like kind of the dramatic of like the joker but without like the uncomfortableness there was some uncomfortableness but it was more like realistic uncomfortable not like this guy's psycho you know i kind of don't want to be here um it was just it was dramatic in that sense uh, the love narrative, there was obviously the love aspect that went into it. Like I said, it didn't feel forced. It was a nice addition. And I liked how the whole thing was a drawback to that love story. The whole thing of him going on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire in the first place was just so she could see him on the show. Um, mm-hmm. They stayed consistent with that, which I liked. And, you know, the whole story kind of went back to her. So, and I, I mean, I liked it, man. I liked the chaotic nature. I liked how they showed the slums. They kind of put you in that world. And I'm sure, you know, you can nitpick if you've actually been to the slums or whatever. It might not be a perfect representation, but I, I, I stopped in this movie and I told Riley, I was like, can you imagine living in this? Like, I can't even imagine that. Like, it made me feel appreciative for what we have. You know what I mean? I definitely agree. What'd you give it? 19. I definitely agree. I also gave it a 19. 
Um, I, I thought it was fantastic. I, I think everything you said, the chaotic nature and the, the just the, the, that scene with the shit really was like, oh my God, you know, <laughs> Where like it, it's just little wooden things that they're shitting in a hole. Yeah. Just under the ground. And then he, he's stuck in it. So he just jumps through it. Yeah. Um, I, just all the scenes of them growing up and them on the run and doing whatever they can to like survive basically. Yeah. Um, and it all coming back to at multiple things throughout the film, him going back to um, what's her name? Lakita. Lakia, yes. Yeah. Him just the entire time is they're living their lives and him trying to find her. And you know, from the very beginning, like his brother's like, no, leave her. And he immediately was the one who's like, come on, like come sit with us when she's in the rain. Yeah. Um, it's just the whole story revolved around that, and the and the way they. Like, the suspense of it and the drama I thought was fantastic. Because this is a thing where he never wins throughout the entire movie. Yeah. Where it's just life keeps fucking bringing him back down and hitting him down, hitting him down until the very end where my heart was pumping in the final question. <laughs> my heart yeah. was beating. I was like, is he going to fucking win this? Yeah. And, like, obviously, you know, that kind of goes into story. But it, it built that up so good. And yeah. I, I was blown away. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. And even just, you know, even the cliche things they did like when they called her brother's phone and it was ringing and ringing and ringing and then right before you know it was they were about to cut it she answers like that's so cliche but they still even did a good job of doing that in a you know a good way and just it, yeah, it was dramatic it was suspenseful the love story was good it added to that um i don't think i laughed at all but it's not a comedy but i always just gotta ask myself if i laughed i might have laughed once or twice <laughs> you might have chuckle 19 out of 20 tyler characters what did you give this so for characters, I gave it a 17. Okay. Um, again, in the elite range. I really enjoyed the main character. Yeah. Um, I thought his story was good. Uh, the brother, I I didn't enjoy him as much, but we can talk about it. Okay. Um, and what happened. And then I wish we would have got more time with the girl. Um, yeah. Other than that, I, I, everyone was good. No one blew me away. I thought the acting performances were good. The main character... The adult main character when he's like actually on who wants to be a millionaire yeah um again not incredible acting performances i don't think they won any acting oscars for no, best they... actor best no um, but, but it was very good and i still enjoyed how all the characters were written yeah not only um, i don't think they won anything i'm not even sure if they got nominated for anything mm-hmm. um i could check that right now 2009 oscars I, I i view it similar to like parasite this year where it won all the fucking awards and none of the actors or performances got like even nominated. Okay, um, so it's funny you say that because when I looked up this movie, hold on, I'm gonna have to find this now. I want, I hope it's on Wikipedia because I don't want to go freaking going through this. You know, it was something where it was like it was the first movie or Parasite was the first movie since this movie to win X amount of awards but not get any um, acting nominees nominations. <laughs> That sounds about right. So, reception. I think it was somewhere in here. I don't know. Yeah. So it was. It was similar in that way. Oh yeah. Here it is. Um, it was the eighth film ever to win eight Academy Awards and the eleventh best picture, best picture Oscar, win- Oscar winner. God, I cannot talk without a single acting nomination, and was the last film to do so until Parasite in 2019. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, okay. I feel similar. The acting was the one thing where it didn't really stand out, and but you didn't need it to stand out in this film. Um, mm-hmm. I gave it a 16 out of 20, which is still a good score. Uh, I broke it down in the main and the side. I gave them just both eights. Uh, I always say it's easier to get a higher score with the side characters. Um, 
I like the main character. He didn't do anything necessarily wowing to get that higher score. Uh, I did like all three ages of him, and I thought they were good and staying consistent with his character. And uh, I definitely agree with that. They all played the same character, which you can fuck that up really easily, and they didn't fuck that up at all. Um, side characters, I didn't really dislike the brother. Um, I wouldn't say I liked him. I wasn't like, oh my god, but I do like how he was so much different from the main character and just all so, the decisions he was making and whatnot. That's where I, I gave it that extra point, I think, compared to you, is the the storyline, the parallel storylines between the two brothers, where they're together almost the entire film until the brother fucking kicks him out of the hotel. Yeah. Um, they go through the exact same life events. They both watch their mom die. They both are living in, you know, homeless. They both try and get, like, abducted and, you know, taken by that dude. Yeah. And this main character's life has, you know, made the choices to, you know, stay positive, stay looking for the girl. And the other brother got into the wrong crowd and made the poor choices. And those, you know, you kind of see it together as the main character stays on his path. The brother, with the same events, goes on his own different path. Well, yeah, and um, even, but they established that early, too, with the brother. You know, the mm-hmm. main character gets his picture signed of that famous actor and his brother fucking sells it. You know what I mean? Or his brother Absolutely. locks him yeah, in the yeah. shitter and that's what made him have to jump in the shit. Like they established it early on that that brother was uh, feisty and not necessarily took into account, you know, the best thing for his brother. But um, well, even with that, though, you could look at it as he did what was necessary. You know, he was like that for his brother as he got older, where he killed the one dude that was looking for him. Yeah. And that kind of led him down this path. I really like that. Yeah. And how it all comes together at the very end where the brother finally does right and literally dies as the main character wins 20 million rupees and gets the girl back. Okay, so why was he in a pool, uh, a tub of money? Did did you understand that? I did not. I think he was just, this is how I want to go out. <laughs> I, didn't know, I don't know why. My logic didn't. was like, oh no, they're going to get my blood on it. They're not going to want the money. <laughs> like That was what I thought, but I don't know. I think maybe it could be... Um, you know, his brother just won all that money and, you know, this is where his brother's life is going to start to where this is him or surrounded by money just the same same as his brother. This is where his life's ending. Oh, oh, a little deep dive by Ty. I like that. I, I thought it was I thought it was very, very clever how they handled both the brothers. I didn't like the brother as a character, but their storylines compared well, to the main. Yeah, I really, really liked. Um, you said you wish you would have got more of Let- Let- it's not Lakita. It's Latika. Um, probably okay. pronouncing that terribly. I don't hate that she wasn't in it that much just because the whole film, it's kind of like that. He's looking for her. She's almost like this larger than life, you know, almost like a, like a fairy tale. I don't want to say fairy tale. I can't think of the right word, but you know what I mean? Like, I, I guess, like, yeah. does she exist and all that? So they kind of played up to that. Uh, the reason I got a lower score for me, which 16 out of 20 is still good. And you mentioned it in the story. There isn't really like a compelling bad in this movie and you don't need it in this movie at all. Um, no, yeah. But yeah. if they would have added maybe a little bit more depth into, um, I think his name is Maman or however you said it, Maman, something like that, um, or even the second guy, if they would have added more depth into that, I think that could have been good. But the, that depth kind of went into the brother. Uh, maybe even mm-hmm. just kept one of them throughout the whole film. Uh, that would have been easier to build depth on. But I, I, I'm not maybe complaining. The, the ending guy could have been the first guy's boss. Yeah. To keep him throughout the storyline. Something. Um, I, I, did, yeah. I didn't hate it. Uh, one thing about the characters, uh, I don't know if Riley agreed with me on this. The guy who played the older brother, so his name is, uh, well, the brothers is Salim Malik, uh, Madher something, kind of looks like Bruno Mars. 
<laughs> a little bit, an Indian Bruno Mars. I thought he looked, yeah, like an Indian Bruno Mars. That's what I told Riley. I don't know if she saw it, but... I, I definitely see where you're coming from. <laughs> that was all I was I picturing the whole time. <laughs> it was Bruno Mars. <laughs> That's funny. All right, so 16 uh, out of 20. Ty, what'd you give it for enjoyment? A zero or a 20? For enjoyment, Jason, <laughs> I gave it a zero. Um, no. <laughs> or is it? I gave it a 16. Mm. Um, I really enjoyed it. So, I think it was a fantastic watch. Okay. Go ahead. I was going to say, important to note, this would have gotten a 20 if we did this review like four months ago, probably. Uh, I agree. So I think we I need, you might need to go back and change your enjoyment on every movie. <laughs> I, I think I need to go back and change a lot of things for certain movies, but that's fine. <laughs> um, 16, it's not in the very elite, I'm going to want to watch it over and over again because I don't think it's necessarily that type of movie. Okay. But through the first watch, I enjoyed it so much, and I was I I, I um, maybe you may not have worked, watched it at work, whatever. Um, <laughs> so I had to I had to break it up, and I was just I couldn't wait to fucking turn it back on and keep watching it. It was fantastic. Yeah. It was a very enjoyable story to go through. Um, but it's not a super rewatchable. Want to go back to it, so that's why I didn't bump it into this one. So I gave it a seventeen out of twenty. Um, okay. which that is in my would watch again, which is rare. I don't rewatch movies. Um, I wouldn't say I'm like dying to turn this movie back on, but I would watch it again. Absolutely. Um, I would recommend it to someone. And I thought about the movie. This is where it really hit home. I thought about the movie for the coming days slash weeks. Ty, I woke up mm. this morning, I got my coffee and I just like paused and I was thinking like, man, how lucky am I to just have a coffee pot right now? <laughs> like I was thinking shit like that the next morning, man. <laughs> Like, this movie just, especially with everything going on right now, and, you know, life kind of can suck for a lot of people right now, and it does suck, and it's just, I don't know, it was just a kind of, it just makes you more appreciative, and I, I was thinking about it, and I would recommend this movie, and I didn't give it an 18, 17 to 18, that's that category, 18 is like, far from home category, I think that's what I gave far from home, 1920 is considered one of my all-time favorites, but, man, I really like this movie, I really liked it from an artistic point of view, I really liked it from a story point of view, um, I love Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, and it was just—it came together for me very nicely. <sighs> Couldn't have said it better myself, Jay. <laughs> now I, I want to read you oh. something. Talk to me. <sighs> and I quote: "There hasn't been a social drama. Oh my God! This decadently overhyped since City of God. Boyle plays the same game of pandering to liberal sensibilities while entertaining safe." middle class distance that is a (laughs) that is a review from armand white of the new york press this guy needs to jump off a fucking bridge i can't stand him (laughs) i can't stand him he brings me so much anger (laughs) why does he bring you so much anger he just does this to rile people up and it works it riles us up I will say, he did not review the movie. You know, most you know uh, film critics review it before it's out. You know what I mean? Or like when it's out in theaters. He did not review yep. it until uh, three months after it was out. Um, so, what does that tell you? I think he was waiting for the reviews just to be different. Absolutely. He waited to see what everyone else said and then said, take a left. You know the little <laughs> meme? You know the meme where it's like, go straight. Oh, this is a good movie. He was drifting on the offering. <laughs> Um, and I want to read you another one, too. Let me find it. Uh, for those that don't know, Armin White is uh, notorious, just gives every good movie, Oscar-winning movies, Parasite, just 
movies like you're like how can you think this movie's bad he gives them rotten and he just gives the most ridiculous movies like transformers like i think it was the mark Wahlberg one uh fresh which yeah. if you like transformers that's fine i'm not going to judge you for giving transformers fresh but you do not have the right to give transformers fresh and slumdog millionaire rotten that's just <laughs> ridiculous he gives objectively good movies yes that's cool and uh that's said cool. batman versus superman was the top 10 movie of a decade by the way um so stupid i'm gonna read you this review there are no surprises in this movie and most people will be able to predict so kind of like i was saying within the first 10 minutes roughly how the last 10 will pan out that is from anthony lane of the new yorker who has the famous avengers infinity war review where he's upset that they are not talking about south dakota unbelievable this is great this is a great small town slum yeah yeah what where's your logic what do you want what do you want choose one we should fucking interview. You can't say both of the movies are bad. You have to choose one of them. We should interview him and ask him that. Be like, okay, so you're asking, why doesn't anyone ever care about the fate of Hackensack? This is the fate of a slum in India. What you know is it, what's wrong with this one? Talk to me, and he's just gonna freeze. He's gonna know what to say. He's gonna call up his buddy Armin White. <laughs> like, hey, man. Um. All right. So, what was your total score, Jason? My total score, Ty, and this is in elite elite company i've only rated four movies this high it's a 90 damn it is a 90 out of 100 and i gave it a 97 for a final score shut up <laughs> uh, 87 <laughs> you gave Sorry. it an 87 87 was my final 88 and a half 88 and a half jason do you know where that puts it it would be right below anchorman which has like a 80 point or a 90.5, I want to say, 91.5. Um, am I correct okay. on that at least? Is it below Anchorman? No. Yes. Okay, so. Oh, it's, yes. So it's right below Anchorman, though, like one below it. Incorrect. What did we. There's actually one movie and then it is tied with two movies. So there's one movie in between Anchorman and this movie. And then the group of three that beat it. Okay, so yeah, because I know there's three movies ahead of Anchorman. So there's it's um what what's number one? Nineteen seventeen. Uh, on our list, yeah. Infinity War. Okay, so Infinity War, nineteen seventeen. Wally is number three. Anchorman's number four. Am I right about that? Yep. So yep. then there's a number five, and this is number six. There's a number five, and then this is tied with two other movies for six. They have six, seven, eight. number five. Jojo Rabbit. Uh, incorrect. That has also got an 88 and a 0.5. It okay. tied this movie. Well, I'm trying to think of a movie. Don't tell me yet. Oh, Parasite. It's got to be Parasite. We did not um, do a movie scale for Parasite. It is not on our list. We did not do a movie scale for Parasite? Uh, we did not. I believe 1917 beat Parasite um, in our bracket, and we only did four actual oh, numbered ratings. Yeah, that's right. That bracket was fun. That was a good one. That was a fun bracket. Well, what? Just tell me. I'm not gonna get this. <laughs> Far from home. Oh shit! I could see that. I know you rated Far oh, from oh, home probably like oh, a 99. I apologize. I apologize. Far from home also got an 88.5. Oh okay. Joker beat it with 89. Oh, I don't know. I think I like this movie more. I will say, I believe I gave Joker the same enjoyment scale uh, rating. This that was the only one that I didn't give a 20 at the beginning. Yeah, uh, well, Joker, Joker would not be that high. 
Joker would probably be like a eleven to twelve range. I haven't I haven't even turned it on once since we watched it. Yeah. And I can accept that it is a fantastic film. It just does not deserve that enjoyment. So, okay, so give me like the top, give me the top 10, just for the new listeners that might be listening just to hear Brandon fail this Who Wants to Be a Millionaire quiz, which we didn't even <clears> tease <throat> in the intro. Oh, well, it's in the title. People know. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> number one, Infinity War. Uh, number two, 1917. Number three, Wally. Number four, Anchorman. Uh, those all had 90 or above. Yep. Joker. Far From Home, Slumdog Millionaire, Jojo Rabbit, all grouped together. Onward, with an 86. And then I'm going to eliminate number 10 because it's not one of our top 10 movies. Number 11, Palm Springs. Is no, not. no, what's number 10, Ty? I know number what it 10 is. is. Birds of Prey. Yeah, why is Birds of Prey number 10, Ty? Because I gave it an 88. <laughs> I gave it a better score than Slumdog Millionaire. <laughs> and I need to revise that. Oh, I've said man. It multiple times. Oh, man. All right. Um, before we hop into the interview with Brandon, or I guess the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire with Brandon, just a little bit of a preview of our schedule coming up. Uh, on Friday, we are going to you know do our MLB recap, our weekly MLB recap, as we always do. Uh, Hard Knocks is coming out tomorrow, which is the, the day this comes out. It's coming out tomorrow, Tuesday, August 11th. We're going to recap that a little bit. My favorite team, the Chargers, is on it. Um, depending what happens on it, how much we'll talk about it. And we're also going to yeah. have uh, Brandon Vieira back on for a UFC 252 preview. That UFC is a coming at you on the 15th and then uh, a week from today we are going to be reviewing the new seth rogan movie an uh, american pickle which is a movie about him going in into the future 100 years so he was you know 100 years ago and now he's in present time and uh, we're also going to be pairing that with a back to the future i don't know if we're doing a movie scale but we're going to be comparing the two movies because uh, that's a movie tyler's never seen and my dad is not happy about it so that's what's oh, coming I up on the to... on the slate i needed a reason to watch back to the future so that's why we're going to do it and then, uh, yeah, and we got some other. We got a bad movie review later in the month. Uh, Jamie Foxx movie, Project Power, that's going to be coming at you, a, a review coming at you on the 24th. Um, yeah, we got everything planned out. We're fucking looking professional for once. We're organized, but make sure you watch uh, An American Pickle on HBO? HBO? Yes, it, HBO Back Max. To the future. It is already out at the time that this is released. Yes. It actually came out today, the time we're recording this. <laughs> Yeah, it did, but we didn't know about it, so we're doing this review instead. <laughs> Give everybody a week. Yeah. Give everybody a week to watch it. Yeah, that um, sounds good. This is fun. Let's get into it with uh, Brandon. We now welcome on a very special guest, my cousin, Brandon Reed, a.k.a. Papa Reed or Swaggy B. Brandon, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. I've been waiting for this moment for quite a long time. I kept telling you guys, you guys really need to bring me on to this uh, podcast. Very excited to be here. So for those, uh, go ahead, Ty. I, th- I think we were waiting for the perfect opportunity, and nothing's more perfect than uh, giving you trivia. Yes. So for those who know Brandon, they know he's uh, probably the you know the brightest crayon in the box, the sharpest crayon in the box. Uh, just a genius, genius in all things. So uh, with us reviewing Slumdog Millionaire, we thought it'd be perfect to do a Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Brandon versus an eight-year-old. I, I think I got this. I, I mean, I, I'm more street smart than book smart, but I mean, we could see how this goes. Well, I will tell you, Brandon, you have five categories, and they're all relatively common sense slash simple. Me and Tyler pre-quizzed each other, and we both, I think, missed common sense one. goes a long way with me. I, I don't know how far we're gonna get. Uh, we have U.S. history, we have science, we have geography, we have time, and we have the arts. 
That is your five categories. You're competing against an eight-year-old, Riley's little brother. We are not going to tell you his score until you are done. Uh, how are you going to feel if you lose to an eight-year-old? Uh, is there time to back out already? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Shit. Should we give if him lifelines? Should, if should... I lose to an eight-year-old, I mean, I, I, it's, it's not going to be that big of a deal because I already don't have enough confidence for this, but <laughs> we'll do it. <laughs> I will say, go into it. Great mindset. We didn't give Gavin any lifelines. Does Brandon get any lifelines? Like a phone a friend, aka just ask Kate. Okay, so no lifelines. I I was thinking absolutely. I mean, he he's still in school. I've been out of school for quite a while. (laughs) Well, he's not really in school right now with COVID. Distance school. (laughs) I haven't been in school for like three, four years. All right, Brandon. We're testing that brain if it's rotten. Are you ready for common sense? Who wants to be a millionaire? I'd like to say yes, but no. But let's get it. All right. First question. Who was the first president of the United States? George Washington. Oh, that hey. was a quick answer. Okay. Okay. I will say, Gavin, uh, I think he was uh, a little shy about being wrong because he kept just saying, I'm just going to throw a wild guess out there, but then we get the right answer. And this was one of them. I'm not shy. I will just throw the first thing that comes to my mind is usually what I do. So. Ty, what are you doing on the stock? What? Why? Okay, whatever. Keep track. Keep I, track. I, I was just gonna, I was just gonna write it like that. All right. See, you got question two, Ty. Next question, Brandon. Okay. Which president is known for wearing a top hat? Uh, you, do you think I'm this stupid, Abraham Lincoln? <laughs> I think we kind of. I mean, do you want us to answer that? <laughs> no, that is definitely my answer. Yes, correct. That is that is correct. I'm on fire, baby. Two of two. All right, Brandon. Including the current president, how many presidents have there been in United States history? Oh fuck! <laughs> this is where the wheels <laughs> fall off the wagon. <laughs> so the first thing that comes to my mind is like Super Bowl Fifty, because I'm pretty sure there's fifty presidents, but I'm gonna go with fifty-one. <laughs> I love that logic. What does the Super I Bowl mean... have anything to do? <laughs> Because Super Bowl 50 was a big thing because it was the 50th time they've had Super Bowl. And Barack is- Obama was the 50th president. And so I'll just add one and it's 51. That's great logic. It's wrong, but I love the logic. <laughs> How many is there? 45. Oh, I I was close. Uh, yeah. I mean, Gavin also said 50. So I guess. Oh, okay. Uh, so I got mine are- of an eight-year-old. <laughs> Question four. <laughs> So, for some of the, the kind of tougher ones, we gave you multiple choice. Um, I feel like that just makes it harder. I don't know. I'm terrible with multiple choice. <laughs> we gave you options. So, here's okay. your question. Who invented the light bulb? Was it A, Thomas Jefferson, B, Thomas Edison, Thomas C, Edison. Final answer. Nikola Tesla, or D, none of the above? Can oh, you wait. let me finish the question? <laughs> uh, who invented the light bulb or electricity? Because that's bulb. two different answers. The, the question was light bulb. Technically, they didn't. Light bulb. Well, technically, Thomas Edison didn't invent the light bulb, but he took credit for it. But I'm going to go with Thomas Edison anyways, because that's what people know him for. That is correct. So there Both was parts. there was some uh, dispute about this question because Gavin guessed uh, Tesla because I think he knew the name from the cars. And then uh, his mom was saying that Tesla, he stole it from Tesla, Thomas Edison. But we fact-checked, and it's... Uh, Thomas Edison Edison stole a lot of stuff from Tesla, but like the conventional 
light bulb was not one of them. Okay, so I was I was right on both ends. Yes, but we yep. almost threw you off by throwing Tesla's name in there. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> All right, the final question in the U.S. history category, Brandon. How good are you with quotes? Uh, well, I, if you check out your Twitter, I have a lot of quotes, so I think I'm pretty <laughs> good with it. <laughs> question five. Who famously spoke the words, quote, with great power comes great responsibility, end quote? Was it A, Abraham Lincoln, B, Barack Obama, C, Teddy Roosevelt, or D, none of the above? Okay, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to go with D, none of the above. What, can we get some reasoning for that? Uh, because first thing comes to my mind is superheroes, and none of them are superheroes, at least in my book. You would be correct. That quote is from uh, Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. Okay, because uh. I, I was about to say one of the presidents. I'm not going to lie because I was like, you guys are really throwing me off with that one. But you know what? <laughs> I'm on a hot streak. I ain't going to let it die. Four points to was, the first category. That's a lot better than I thought you were going to do. That was Uncle Ben who uh, said that to Spider-Man. And I was really, really hoping you would fuck it up and be like, that sounds something presidential. And guess a uh, president for no reason. <laughs> so I'm um, four out of five. So yep. far, yes. Now we're going oh, into the the science category. Yes, you thought there was 51 presidents. Oh, I love science. <laughs> All right. So once again, you know, we, we finished them off with multiple choice. We're back to the common ones, so the, there's not multiple choice. You just got to know the answer here, Brandon. I mean, I do. I said it. Number one in science, humans breathe in oxygen and exhale what? CO2. Carbon oh. Yeah, same thing. Well, yes. Wow. Brandon. I am shocked. You're doing a lot better than I expected. I, I will give you that. Okay, well, I'm a, I'm a little bit smarter than you guys take me to be. <laughs> it, it's still it's still like eight-year-old questions, but I, I'm still there. Question I two. I do think the other categories will, are going to hold you up, but we'll get to them. <clears throat> we'll see. Question two. What is the largest mammal on Earth? Uh, Currently? <laughs> What does it currently mean? Yeah, that's well, living. Yes. Back in the age, you could be talking about maybe possibly a titanosaur, which is a ginormous. <laughs> okay. Currently on Earth, the largest mam mammal. Mammal. Yes. Do you know what a mammal is? I do. What's a mammal? So, it's not lizards. It's not like <laughs> snakes. I you did just say a dinosaur, so... <laughs> Oh. Um. Brandon, do you only know the Titanosaur because of Ark? Definitely. Okay. I got a lot of dinosaur <laughs> knowledge from that game. That's what I Great figured. Game, by the way, <laughs> not sponsored. Um. Are we talking about height or just like overall mass? Big? Largest. Mass. Yes. Heaviest. Yeah. Yes. Ugh. I'm gonna have to go with an elephant. That is incorrect. Mm. That is the same answer that Gavin gave. It is a blue whale. I wasn't thinking of the ocean. <laughs> blue whale is a mammal. I was going to say a giraffe, but... <clears throat> <laughs> All right. Next question here, Brandon. So Brandon took... You, uh... Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I know you enjoyed taking this class multiple times. Uh, this is an astronomy a... question. I have a tattoo of an astronaut and holding a world, so let's let's hope I uh, know it. <clears throat> All right, I, is Pluto a planet? I don't know, but that's how I worded yes, it to it Gavin. They flipped it so many times. So we're gonna say, including Pluto, 
How many planets are there in our solar system, Brandon? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I will well, say. So you're in, you're including a dwarf planet, in, which is Pluto. We are giving you Pluto. How many other planets, whether you say Pluto is or is not, are in the solar system? So all of those total. Nine. That is correct. I was really close with A, I'm not going to lie, but I, nine felt right. That was one of the questions Gavin got right away. So if you would have got it wrong, Tyler, that is not that question is not worth nine points. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> my bad. All right, Brandon. Uh, I know I know you're a you're nutritional kind of guy. You like to drink water with fruit in it. <laughs> I put milk with my fruit, but yeah. Milk? For the science question, Brandon. What animal animal groups meat is called poultry? Is it A, birds, B, fish, C, cattle, D, none of the above? Let me finish the fucking options, Brandon. (laughs) That was also real confident for an incorrect answer. (laughs) Poultry is fish. Poultry is birds, my friend. Poultry would be chicken, uh, the turkey, the duck. Geese. Don't forget geese. Geese. And what is fish? I, I have no fucking clue, but it's not poultry. What okay, is well, fish considered right. meat? It's, it, isn't <laughs> it like poly something or something? A pescatarian? Because people who are pescatarian oh, only fish. I think Ricky did. Um, I would like to also point out, Tyler, that that was my question to read, and you just totally hopped in front of me, but it's okay. No way. Yeah, you read the plan. I did, I did read Pluto. You <laughs> typed it and you messed with me. Whatever, man. You're on five. <laughs> All right, Brandon. Last science question. How good are you? Do you know the rainbow? Yes. So can you got you, that bent wrist. So can you tell me which of these colors is not one of the main seven colors of the rainbow? Is it A, violet, B, pink, C, indigo, or D, other? Which, Would you mind repeating me that I got other, indigo, violet, and something and, else? So the is it violet, pink, indigo or other which one is not a main color of the rainbow not the and there's seven colors on the main rainbow yes uh pink that is correct brian and i am shocked i i I for sure thought you were gonna say pink in a rainbow before i for sure thought you would say indigo because people usually haven't heard of the color indigo uh it's roy g biv i don't know if you remember that from middle school science well k always talks to me about the rainbow and i never listen (laughs) <laughs> that's fantastic oh all right tyler that's back to right. you that's most of the thing i have a bold prediction brandon that you're not going to get more than one point wow on one category. category no he's got to get the first one i, I, I hope. think he's going to get the second not the first i hope <laughs> this is Maybe geography two. let's get it oh first off soft toss hopefully you get it how many states are there in the united states 50 <laughs> Good job, Brandon. Atta boy. I thought you were going to say I was wrong. <laughs> to follow that up, what is the capital of the United States? The... There's a capital of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> Kate better not be helping you, by the way. I know you have your voice suppression thing on, so we can't hear background noise. She better not no, be helping you. she's just me. laughing at me. What is the capital of the United States? You sh- there's no like none of the above. No, it's this is a uh, an 
Oh, yeah. FRQ, a free response question. Is your answer there is no capital? Is that your answer? No. Uh, capital of the United States. Yes. Wow. Opposed to the ununited States. I know you said the United. Kate's laughing a lot, and she really wants me to get this right. I. Uh, yeah, I would want you to get this right, too. I would hope. So would the capital be a state? We cannot help you. Oh wait, Washington D.C. <laughs> correct. That is correct. That oh that took God, you a little while. <laughs> oh my God, correct. Crap. That uh, I'm I'm proud of you. Wait, I really thought you weren't gonna get that one. Might be a dumb question. Washington D.C. is a state or a city? It's <laughs> technically not either. It's just technically like a land. I think. I, most people call it a city, but uh, oh, okay. it's like in, considered the like district, an unincorporated Columbia or something. Yeah, because it's not in any state, so it's a city, but like it's inside of Virginia, I want to say, but it's not actually in Virginia. And there's they I actually want to Washington. They <laughs> they <laughs> they actually want to make it its own state. That's like something that some lawmakers are trying to do. So on to the next. All right. <laughs> Go ahead, Ty. Oh, it is my turn. I didn't yes. want to steal your thunder again. No, All right, Brandon, okay. we got a special question for you here. Bonus point available. Two points available. There's a question and then added on for bonus. So I did tell I didn't discuss this beforehand, Ty. I told Gavin he cannot try the bonus point if he doesn't get the first one right. Okay, fine with that. Yeah, do it. How many continents are there? And bonus point, name them. How many continents? Give us that answer first. If you are correct, you get the bonus point option. Seven continents. That is correct. Attaboy. You got North America, South America. You got Africa. Okay. Um, Europe. Okay. Uh, wait, that's four. Yep. Um, Australia. Yep. And I will say, if you say one wrong one, you're just immediately done. So. Okay. Yep. Two more. Um, Asia. Okay. I, I mean, I want to say Russia, but I I think that's part of Asia. But then what about, like, Hawaii and stuff? I don't know. No. Oh, wait. Hawaii, Hawaii's America, I think. All right. So I got six. <laughs> I think. I North, <laughs> North, South, Africa, Europe. Wait. Let me, let me look at my arm. Um, yeah. No reference. <laughs> yeah. North, South, Asia. Europe, Australia, Africa. Then, oh, will he this get is, this? This is very difficult. Um, I think eventually we're gonna have to impose a time limit, but I'll let you think about I'm it a little longer. I'm gonna go with Russia, even though that's probably not the answer. Oof, so close tough. to the bonus point. That's a tough break. Russia is part of Asia, Brandon. That's what I figured. It's probably answer. something southeast of it. Uh, Antarctica. Big ass ice thing at the bottom there. That came to my mind, but then I thought, who the hell lives in Antarctica? <laughs> I don't know if anyone does, but it's a continent. <laughs> I was close. I feel proud of myself. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. Next question, Brandon. And Tyler, uh, you got some backlash for this question because I told them it was a Tyler question. Uh, Riley's mom said this was a dumb question. I, that it was too whatever. difficult. Too difficult? I don't know. Read the question. Number four. 
Brandon, do you need a passport to drive to any of the United States? If no. so, which one? Oh, any of the United States? Like, do you need a passport to drive to any of the states in the United States? Well, From where you are, you would now. have to go to a. You would need one to go to Alaska if you drove through Canada. Oh wait, passport? No, no, sorry, never mind. Final answer? No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's incorrect, Brandon. You would need a passport to drive through Canada. It is a different country. I thought passports were just to fly. Well, um, I don't feel stupid because I've never had a passport, so I wouldn't even know how it works. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. You had the right thought process. I don't understand how that how that's too hard. That just makes you think where the states are located. Well, I knew for Alaska you had to go through Canada, but I was like, well, if you're driving, I don't think you just need a passport. Maybe you just need to show your ID, which is in your passport. So, wait a second. Crossing borders. I'm looking at it. I don't. I don't know. It because says you just need, you need proper documentation. They, the, the Canadian government requires citizens of the United States to have a passport to fly or transit through a Canadian airport, but not to enter Canada by land or boat. So I was correct. I, I mean, know. crossing the border. Who does not have the proper documentation to return home? Do you need one to go to Mexico, Ty? Arriving by land. To return home. Proof of citizenship and photo ID. That's what I said. You need your ID. Now I know why uh, you got backlash for this question, Ty. <laughs> Whatever. Point of it was, do you have to cross the border? I'm giving zero points. More on to the next. It affected it both of them evenly. <laughs> okay. It's just a wash. All right. Whatever. <clears throat> Final question of geography, Brandon. Is this mine? No, this is mine. Or is it yours? Okay. It is yours. Go ahead. Brandon. Which one of these is a country is it a london b greece c paris or d rome not one gonna of lie. these is a country the other three are not not gonna lie i thought all of them were <laughs> <laughs> love it well um <laughs> would the ones that are not be considered states we are not going to just one of them is a country, and the other three are not countries. So we got London, Paris, Greece, and... Rome. 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 Yes. What are you thinking right now, Brian? How do you feel? Talk us through your thought well, process. Well, my pro thought process is that London, Paris, and uh, not Greece, but what's the other? Rome. Rome. Those three aren't in Europe, huh? Well, I know Rome I, I will, isn't. Spoiler alert, all four are in Europe. <laughs> oh, fuck, that just made it a lot harder. Because <clears throat> I was going to say, I was like, well, Europe is a continent, so I don't think there's there's probably like one. Well, fuck, okay, well. There's probably one what? Were you about to say there's I only say one? Paris. I want to say Paris. I'm not fine, not fine answer, I'm just saying because of the Eiffel Tower. I don't know how that has any correlation. But it is in Paris. Yeah, we will um, confirm with you that, yes, the Eiffel Tower is but, in Paris. I, <laughs> I feel like Greece, just because I don't really know Greece that well. I mean, I've seen the movie, a really, really fantastic movie. You guys what, should do a review on that. What um, movie? But I'm going to go with Greece. Greece. <laughs> the fucking... Jesus Christ. That is correct. 
You just pulled it out of your ass, but it's correct. Oh, man. Uh, Paris is in France, Brandon. London is in England. And Rome is in Italy. In case you did not know. Okay. All of which are, yes, really, in Europe. I was really hoping you would think Roman Empire and guess D. Um, but, but good job. Like good job guessing game. the right answer. I will like, say... Like the... Com- whatever. Yeah. <laughs> the Empire. Oh! Yeah. I will say, Brandon, you were uh, on a good pace to beat Gavin. On a very good pace. It would take a meltdown to lose. Like I said. The time category. Are you good with time? Uh, like, uh, it's a timed question? <laughs> no. <laughs> Brandon, how often is, a, is there a leap year? For every four years. That is correct. Good job, Brandon. Can and you more? tell me when the last leap year was? It was in This is not a question. Just just want to see. 2000... 2016? Incorrect. This year, 2020. Oh, oh. No, no, incorrect. This year. <laughs> I also love that you said 16 and said it was every four years, which means it obviously would have been this year. Yeah. You were so correct four years ago, 16. it was 20. Okay. But the most recent one is this year. Oh. That's right. It's passed. <laughs> Brandon, you know how long a leap year is? How long is a century? Ten years. <laughs> that is incorrect, Brandon. Hundred, sorry, fuck. Because I was thinking, because back in elementary school, I had a teacher named Miss Antola. A decade is ten years, and every time, because uh, I'm like, oh, you're halfway to be a, a century old or whatever. <laughs> That's really fucked up for a kid to tell her teacher. Okay, well, she was like 30 or something like that. I, she so you were calling her 50 before. when she was 30. You were making I think that's even good. worse that she's only 30. <laughs> I don't know, she was kind of young, but she's kind of hot. <laughs> Brandon, if it is noon in Los Angeles, what time is it in New York? New York? If it's what time? In- if it is noon in Los Angeles... What time is it in New York? Ooh, um, I want to say. Well, Why did you turn on my YouTube? Oh, Tyler, I'm gonna have to ask the um, next question too. So, if it's noon in Los Angeles and in New York, um, I want to say it's eight hours ahead, but that I feel like that's European. Oh wait, European might be no European is. I want to go with six o'clock, six hours ahead. That is incorrect. New York is three hours ahead. It would be three o'clock. Oh, Eastern coast. Yeah. Okay. Now I get it. Brandon, can you see my screen? I am. You can? Yes. All right. So the next question, can you tell me what time it is on this clock? I cannot see it. You cannot. I thought you could see my screen. I it pulled up and it went away. What do you, I'll, uh, I'll I'll send you a picture real quick, Brandon. I just like to say that I'm echoing in your mic. It's it, we can't hear it, and that's all that matters. Good. There, can you see it now? Uh, I cannot. What the hell, Brandon? I sent you a text message. Please check your phone and tell me I what time see. it is on this clock. This is going to be a really dumb question. Are you good with analog clocks? Yes. While we're talking. Are you good with reading clocks? Can you read a clock? It is 
440. <laughs> that is correct. Boy. You almost got it wrong, and I was really I hoping you would. 420. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, right. did you just Google like a random picture of a clock for that? or? I specifically looked up the time 440. Oh. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. I was like, this would be a good time to ask. <laughs> um, was there any pushback on this one? No. Okay. Why? Brandon. I just wanted to make sure. Oh, the following Brandon. question? Yes. Oh, no, five. no. No pushback. Brandon, how long ago was the year 1 BC? Was it how... A? How long ago was the year 1 BC? Okay. A, 2,021 years ago. B, 3,021 years ago. C, 2,019 years ago. Or D, over 10,000 years ago. So you're saying... Was two of the answers 2,021 years? It was 2,021, 2,019, 3,021, or over 10,000? 2,021, because that's when they started, stopped creating, well, that was before Christ, and I don't think, yeah, that's just my final answer. I don't know how to explain it. I feel like you're really pulling these answers out of your ass right now. I'm not, just because I know that's before Christ, and the Romans or whoever created the time hasn't started until the year one. And before that, they didn't never had anything. Ty, I mean, I'm impressed. Why were you Christ asking come till, if yeah. there was a backlash, Ty? I just wasn't 100% on that one. I'll be honest. <laughs> you think we I might looked be it up, but I know I jumped to 1 BC to 1 AC. It never went to zero, but I think we're still good. Yeah, fuck it. All right, the final category is art, Brandon. And I want to say... Oh, I'm so bad with art. God. Let me tally this up real quick. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. Brandon. I know I'm beating his ass. You're at 14 points. I'll, yeah, tell, you, I'll tell you now. Eight. Gavin finished with 14 and a half points. Oh, you have half. to get... You will learn. You'll see why he got half later. I should have got a half of that Canadian one. You will see. No, no, no. For the passport. Well, he would have also gotten that. Uh, no. All right. Here we go. You just need to get one question right. So just don't choke. This would be the biggest choke job of the century. I mean, let's do it. Question one. <laughs> Who wrote Romeo and Juliet? <laughs> that sounded like a noise of someone who does not know. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> person that wrote the book of romeo and juliet do uh, not have i feel like you're just repeating it so kate can give you the answer uh i repeated it so kate could hear it and she started busting out laughing <laughs> um thought process walk us walk us through it here what are you thinking for the first thing that comes to mind is steven steven's spielberg spielberg wait yeah. that's an actor isn't it that is his no, name steven no, spielberg not. Oh, now, God. I will, if this helps you at all, there is a movie called Nomeo and Juliet. Just wanted to throw that out there. I don't think that helps whatsoever. We're not talking about Nomeo and Juliet. Just yes. clarify. Does it rhyme with Nomeo and Juliet? No. <laughs> Wait a minute. No, no, the no. The person that wrote the... What? Nomeo and Juliet is Romeo and Juliet, but with gnomes. It was uh, an animated movie that came twist. out. Yeah. A little twist on Romeo and Juliet. Very clever. Uh, I'm just going to have to go with the final answer that I don't know. Well, actually, uh, my, my guess is Romeo and Juliet. 
You think it was an autobiography? They wrote about their love. I uh, don't know what an autobiography is. I don't know how to pronounce it, but yes. Oh my god. Uh, that is incorrect, Brandon. Have you ever heard of William Shakespeare? Oh my god. <laughs> how did I not think about that? Steven Spielberg is a movie director who directed films such as Indiana Jones and uh, E.T. Yeah. <laughs> um, just, you know, centuries apart. I not get that right. Oh my god. I'm embarrassed. Your, your next question, Brandon, it's not as old. What was Disney Pixar's first movie? What was the first movie Disney Pixar Studios released? <sighs> that is Damn correct. Out of boy. Good stuff. Out of boy. I mean, you should be an eighth grader. We're gonna finish this not, out. No, not an eighth. Much... Not an eighth grader. An eight-year-old. Correction. I apologize. I was thinking of Are you smarter than like a fifth grader? But you're just playing Are you smarter than like a, a second, second grader. third grader? Yes. I've seen that show, and I've played the game, and uh, it's very hard. Well, those questions were always super hard. They weren't actual <clears throat> fifth-grade questions. No way in hell. Let's get to the next. AP, AP junior this. year questions. I'm going to finish strong, baby. Brandon, can you finish this popular line? Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters! <laughs> okay, that was a softball. Gavin also got that. <sighs> Brandon... So, I really appreciate this question. I will say, out of every question in the entire quiz, this was the one Gavin answered before. Like before, I even finished, he answered it. Um, this be a gentleman and let you finish. This and ironically, what was the other one? There was another weird one. Oh, the the planets. He got away like right away. <laughs> Soft toss, Brandon. In the game Minecraft, how many snowballs can you hold in a stack? Sixteen. That is correct. <laughs> you put zero points. Played Minecraft Tyler. my whole life, baby. You don't think I know that? <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck, whatever. All right, Brandon. Final <sighs> question. These are matchers. You have four things you're gonna have to match together. Each correct match is worth half a point. Okay. So a total of two points if you get all these right. We are matching awards. So we have four awards. We have the Emmys, the Grammys, the Oscars, and the Tonys. I, I. Thought match the those the same thing match those with music theater <laughs> tv and movies so which award matches with which category emmys is music oscars is uh movies tv whatever you want to call it and uh, uh, movies and tv I, are separate you have to pick one. Oh, there was oh yes. um music theater tv movies that's the four different awards oh, okay types. then you got so i've already locked in the uh emmy is for music okay um then we got oscars and what are the other three options theater tv or movies i understand that but oh got... the other awards yes oh grammys <laughs> or tonys grammys tonys oscars. oscars yes grammys movies oh wait hold on Oscars or movies, Grammys or TV, and the last one's the last one. Tony's is for theater. You got you got two correct, so you got one point. Are you, uh, Os- you me? Oscars with movies, and you got Tony's with theaters. Um, the Emmys is for TV. You said the Emmys were for music, and the Grammys are for music. Well, shit. Brandon, that brings your final total. Let's see. So you got three, four, five, six, seven... 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 
18 out of 27 possible points, Brandon. Now, don't get too excited. You may have beaten an eight-year-old, but that is still like a 67%. That is a D plus. Pass. You did not. You did not pass. College course common sense question. <laughs> uh, I'm not in college, so that, that's a pass. <laughs> why do you think I pa- Why do you Why do you think I didn't pass college? <laughs> Your roughest category. You got three points in time, and three points in science, and then you got four points in history, four points in geography, four points in art. I was really hoping to have a freaking clean sweep. <laughs> well, that ended you pretty... didn't even sleep one category. That ended I quickly didn't. when you thought there was fifty-one precedents <laughs> in the clean sweep. Ended. I, I, I really thought. <laughs> well, you did better than I was expecting. You are not a millionaire, but you are. But you did good. Smarter than a second grader. Would you? Do you have any closing remarks about your performance today? Uh, I felt really. I felt really confident coming into this uh, quiz. Came out. Came out. Uh, less than mediocre, uh, honestly. Um, Felt really good about it. It was very fun. Very strong. Uh, loved it. Questions a little bit easier than I thought. thought it, I was going to maybe swing with the 2 out of 15 or whatever. Um, <laughs> but next time you might have to upgrade me to maybe a 3rd grader, 4th grader, 5th grader. All right. Maybe, yeah. Maybe we'll have to uh, circle back to this at a later time with an older, an older person and see how you do. Yeah. I, I mean... I'm not going to be college. I'll just be probably just as smart as I am now. But you know what? <laughs> Things might change. Final question, Brandon. We just reviewed Slumdog Millionaire. If you had to give it a score. Out of 100. <clears throat> Out of 100. Ooh. Yes. Well, I really loved that movie. It was very – uh, it, it had me lost my first time watching it. But I was also like 12 when I watched it for the first time. Or actually, no, I think I was about – 13 14 i was a little lost watched a few times started to get the hang of what what was going on i'd probably say an 87 oh oh we don't okay. we haven't recorded our movie review yet but that might be what our average is the listeners already know if that's what our average is we'll see might just know, hit it on I, head. we don't know <laughs> i love the movie it was really nice i really kind of liked the flashbacks of what was happening and then it all kind of leads up I'm, I'm pretty sure correct me if i'm wrong but you have like all the flashbacks going on why he's doing the millionaire but then it i believe doesn't it catch back up to him because yes. they killed like his brother or something like that and then yes. it comes to present day yes correct yeah great movie maybe we'll have you back on for a movie review yes ty, awesome ty you got anything else i got nothing else thank you brandon uh, we appreciate you. you beating an eight-year-old. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go uh, crack open a beer, maybe pop a bottle of champagne, celebrate this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Brandon. Of course. Be a good friend, everybody.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.